Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. So last week on Instagram, I opened up a question um, to my followers and it was, what would you like to hear on the podcast? I'm recording this next week. I'm outlining the rest of um, the next few months. What do you want to hear? And I had a lot of awesome suggestions. And one that stuck out to me right in the beginning was like, how do you balance your crazy life? We're all following you on Instagram. We can see that you are doing a million things and your schedule is so full, but you're also still present with your family. How are you doing this? And I thought that was a really good topic to talk about because it wasn't always as balanced as it is now. And I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm going to walk you through the whole thing and I'm going to be really honest and open about what this month looked like. So first of all, October is not ideal as far as like, I don't strive to be as busy as I was in October. Like I know October is going to be a busy season. I know it's going to be our busiest month. I know it's going to feel a little bit out of control at times, but I know it's just for the month of October and then it goes into a slower season. And I'm okay with that. I've accepted it, but it's not something I strive for. So when I read off these numbers too, I don't want you to be like, oh my gosh, I wish I was her. Like, that's amazing. I promise you, it's not ideal. It's not the best schedule and it really does weigh on me and my family. But we we know that November and December and January can be slower and we can get back to that normalcy. So we take it and we just roll with the craziness that October brings. October also happens to be one of my favorite months. So there's just a lot going on. So first of all, let me tell you about our month. In the month of October, our team had 105 sessions and three weddings. And out of those 105 sessions, I shot 56 of them, including two of them being full day commercial shoots. I also mentored three people. So I had three um, one hour mentor sessions. I had one speaking engagement out of town, I had six Zoom and in-person meetings, and I may not have shot all 105 sessions, but I do all the booking and all the emails for our entire team. Meanwhile, I had two new babysitters quit on me, two new babysitters. One quit on me the night before she was supposed to start and said that um, she found out that we were working from home and she felt uncomfortable with that, so she never came into work for that, you know, she's supposed to start. The next day and she never came so I had to scram and find people to watch my kids for that week and then the second babysitter that I hired for the next week that was going to come in she came one day and then was really sick so she didn't show back up and she never texted me again and so I finally checked in after her fourth day of missing work and she said that she was extremely sick um, with morning sickness and she found out she was pregnant and I'm not mad about um, you know someone being sick and not showing up, it was really hard on me and my family when I have these specific work hours and for two weeks, I don't have babysitter show up. So now I actually have, I had four weeks where I had to rely on my husband, our friends and family to get us through. And some days we didn't have a babysitter and me and my husband were just passing off kids between tasks because he works from home too. So it was kind of a nightmare Um, with the amount of workload we had to not have my scheduled work hours. And you're probably hearing all these numbers and like, okay, you shot 56 sessions. Did you even see your family this month? Like 56 sessions, three more mentor sessions, a speaking engagement, and six Zoom meetings. So that's like a lot of hours when you add them all up and you add editing and you add the emails and you add managing the team and the team meetings and um, all of that. So I wanted to talk about kind of some things we did as our family too. 
we went to the pumpkin patch. We went to the pumpkin walk. We went to the Halloween store. We went to the corn maze. We went out to eat several times as a family. We planned an entire birthday party day for Piper, and we went out to breakfast, dinner, um, lunch. We had a party at the jump zone. We went to several soccer games. We had hours of chasing kids to and from school and activities. I binged an entire season on Netflix one weekend. Um, I watched several movies throughout the month. I had several baths. I had three girls' nights. I organized all the doors in my house, and I even got a sinus infection right in the middle of this crazy month. So as you can see, there's a lot going on in my family life and in my business. And when you're watching from the outside, it seems like, how the crap is she doing all of this? And I'm going to share those things right now. I'm not sharing these numbers to brag or to show off because like I said, being busy like this is not my norm, nor do I want it to be. I am a busy person. I like to fill my schedule with things that fulfill me, but this was a little extreme and I'm already thinking of ways to kind of scale it back a little bit more next year. Last October, my world kind of fell apart. If you've been following my story, um, at the beginning of October, my dad left my mom and then a week later my sister found a mass in her brain and I was supposed to be speaking out of town at this conference in the beginning of November and it was just kind of all a blur. The week that my dad left, I remember my mom called me in the middle of my crazy week. I had 15 sessions that week and I just kept having to shoot and show up and so I showed up and I did what I needed to do but I didn't take on anything extra. I like pushed off a lot of the family sessions that were on my schedule and I didn't open up any new dates. So this October, I kind of felt like I had to make it up to all of my clients from last year that had to go to associates that wanted me and things like that. So I definitely did open up my schedule more than I normally do, but it was kind of a thank you to my clients for like working with my crazy schedule and trusting me and coming back to me after me kind of like pushing them off to other people last year, if that makes sense. And I don't know if they felt that way. I'm sure they saw what was going on in my life, at least with Lauren and um, my sister and understood why, but for me, I really want to take care of my clients and so that was important to me. So I'm not sharing this to brag. I'm not sharing this to show off. I'm sharing this because I used to let work and these kinds of months and this busy schedule run my life, but now this is the busiest month of my entire career probably to date. I don't even know. I don't think we've shot 105 sessions in a month before. Maybe we have, but it doesn't seem like it. I'm sharing this because even with my busy schedule, I was able to have time for myself and be present with my kids more than I ever have been in these busy seasons. Yes, there was definitely still some crying. There was some times that by the end of the night when I would just be in tears because I was so tired and exhausted and overwhelmed. I still felt overwhelmed at times. Um, I still had days that were unbalanced, like for sure. I'm, I'm not a perfect person and I'm only sharing the things that I use to help me, not because my schedule is perfect, my life is perfect, or my bounce is perfect. You could ask my husband and he would probably say, that this month was crazy. What are you talking about? There was no balance at all. But he was a good sport and very helpful um, with our crazy life. So I had a plan, I set boundaries, and I created a schedule. And I didn't always stick to the plan or stick to the boundaries or stick to the schedule, but for the most part, it's like 90% I did. And it made our month so much smoother than if we hadn't. So I know that you're busy too. We're all busy. It might not look the same busy as mine, but we all have the same amount of hours in a day and we're filling them with different things, which makes us busy. Whether it's just mom life that makes us busy, all the crazy sports that were my neighbor next door, I swear she's busier than me. 
and she does work, but I feel like her busy is her kids are all in two or three or four different sports and she's watching different games and she's also watching them on her phones when she can't go to the other game and she is busy in her own way. We're all busy. I know that we're busy and it's not a competition of who's the busiest because really being busy isn't glamorous. But let's learn how to take those busy months and not let it overwhelm us and run our lives completely for the whole month. I'm going to share four things I do to keep all of this crazy schedule straight. So the first thing is to use a schedule and use calendars in your life and business. So I'm going to talk about my specific work schedule and how I use my calendar app, my notes app, my reminders app, and you can take what I'm telling you and make it work for you and your family. So I, during this month, worked Monday through Thursday from 9 until 12. That was my work schedule. When I'm not in crazy busy month, I like to work three days a week, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. I like to leave Fridays open and sometimes I just need hump day to like reset and rotate the laundry and just like be a mom, lay in bed a little longer, not get ready. So I really like my three day a week schedule and I really try to stick to it. But now that we're getting into this busy season of brands preparing for the holidays and everyone, you know, getting their family picture card before it turns to snow. It's been a little bit crazier than that. I have worked Monday through Thursday um, and sometimes I go over that 12 to like one or two or once I drop my kids off at school, I come back and work during that two hours that they're in school. But for my babysitter purposes, I like to have a babysitter Monday through Thursday from nine until one. So that's, let's see, three times four, that's 12 hours a week. So it's really not that much, but I cram in as much as I can into that schedule. I have my shoots lined up, so I try to shoot Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. This month, there were some days that I had to shoot Monday as well um, in the mornings, but I try to do all my brand shoots Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and cram it in there just three hours at a time, so that's nine hours of shooting a week. If I had a full day shoot, then I'd add on Monday or Friday. Um, which I only do two or three full day shoots a month um, because it's a lot. So Monday, I like to reserve for work days. So Monday is a day where I can record my podcast. I can um, plan out my Instagram captions. I can write blog posts. I can work with my team. On Mondays, we do our team meetings once a month. Um, I can check in with my team. I can pay my team. Um, I can train my team. So last week I spent the whole day on Monday um, creating a training for my new VA that I'm hiring, which I should have hired before October, but it's too late now. Now I know. Um, So anyways, Monday I like to use as like this computer work ahead day. I don't like to be behind. I don't like to have like, oh, it's time to post on Instagram. I have nothing to say. I like to have everything planned out ahead of time so that when I'm in my busy working schedule, I'm not working in my business and on my business. I can work just in my business doing shoots and um, all of those things. And then I reserve Mondays to working on my business and working towards the future goals and things like that. So with the goal setting plan, you know how we put those to-dos into our calendars from a couple episodes back? Monday would be the day that I work on all those to-do lists. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'm shooting, I'm mentoring, I'm like in person with my clients. So that is my work schedule. And then I've added on Wednesday nights, I add on four families. So either I do one full session on Wednesday nights or three to four mini sessions. And that's kind of what my schedule has been for October. 
there has definitely been a little bit of overflow. Um, for the most part, I've worked at least two nights a week and I've had to do one or two weekend shoots, but I really, really, really don't normally do that. Like I didn't do that all summer or all September. October is definitely one where I know it's going to be busy. So I, I tell my family like mom has to work this Saturday. I know I don't normally work Saturdays, but we're going to do, um, X, Y, and Z after or before mom works because I know that this is our family time. So I know that if I work outside of my schedule, then I need to plan something extra with my family so that I'm balancing that in my life better. So that is my work schedule. I have an entire calendar just for my working hours. And um, I use Google calendars, but I have it in my iCal so it syncs with my phone and with my Mac computer and with everything. But um, I just use Google calendars um, and I have one for every single thing that I do. I have a work calendar. I have my team's calendar so I can see all of their events. I have my husband's calendar. So if he has a dentist appointment or an appointment or a meeting or a phone call, um, he can put that on there. And so I know what he's doing. And then we have a kid calendar and that's like when their soccer practices are, when their cheer practices are, when their school events are when their games are and their activities. That's all on the kid calendar. Um, I have, I have so many calendars. I have a nanny calendar so I know who's coming and what hours they're coming. I have a to-do list calendar where I put my to-dos directly into my calendar. So, on my work days, I can turn that one on and see what I was planning on doing for that day. Um, I have a studio calendar to see who's coming in and out of my studio. Um, as far as my team, mostly it's me in there, but... I have to know in case I'm scheduling a shoot at the same time. Um, I have a church calendar to see our church schedule. I just have everything on separate calendars. And that's key for me because when I'm in work mode, I only want to see my work calendar. When I'm in scheduling mode, I only need to see my team's calendar because I'm scheduling for them. When I'm in family mode, I want to see our family calendar and maybe my personal calendar. I don't want everything to be on one calendar. So I have everything on a separate calendar so I can turn it off and on when I'm looking at my overall calendar and then it's not overwhelming to see everything that everyone's doing but I still have access to that when I want to turn on those calendars. And then my second calendar I want to talk about with my schedule is my family schedule. So I've created a schedule um, where there are certain days that I do not work and they become family days. Um, Monday nights are family nights. We do a fun activity. That's when we've done all of our different fall activities. We've done the pumpkin patch, the pumpkin walk, the Halloween store, the corn maze, and we've had dinner and we've just had fun nights on those nights. So I know Monday nights are reserved for family nights. I don't usually work Tuesday and Thursday nights either, but there's other things going on like soccer practice and soccer games and things like that. So there's other times we're spending as a family, but sometimes it's like me running a kid to soccer practice and my husband staying home with the kids, or me and the kids going and then playing at a park. So it's just different. So Monday is reserved for our entire family to hang out together. And then I don't work Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. So Friday is our day to like do all those like family errands and things we need to do. Um, it's clean up the yard day, or it's all the kids need dentist appointments, so we schedule them on Friday mornings. Um, it's just kind of like a where I catch up on laundry and clean up my house and grocery shop and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of our family errand day. Our kids have online school on Fridays, um, which half the time we kind of just say, today is a break. You just need to read a book. 
Um, but, um, yeah, so, so I, so Friday is kind of looks like that at our house. Um, and then Saturday and Sundays are days off. And this month it's been a lot of relaxing. We sometimes try to make Saturdays really fun. Um, like adventure days, we go do something fun, but honestly, we're so exhausted and our kids are just totally content playing with neighbors or, um, having movie marathons or whatever. So our Saturdays and Sundays this month have been really relaxing, um, really chill. We have had soccer games and things throughout the day, or we had Piper's birthday party one day and that was a whole day event, but for the most part, we try to just keep our schedules open on the weekends so we can like relax from the crazy, crazy weeks. And then another thing that I do is after every really busy season, I schedule a family vacation. So next week we are actually going to, by the time this podcast comes on, we're going to Las Vegas this weekend um, just for a couple of nights. I booked like this last minute deal on this place with a pool and some water slides and we're going to just do some fun things like maybe go to the museum or maybe whatever we can do that's coronavirus friendly for the most part. Um, we're going to just relax as a family. We're going to um, stay at a hotel, which my kids love. We're going to go swimming. We're going to um, go shopping. Just do fun things together. And after a month like October with 105 sessions or 56 sessions, I guess, that I've done, plus all the mentor sessions, it's probably over 60 hours of, like, in-person things, not to mention all the back-end work I have with that. Um, actually, way more than 60 hours because each session is, like, one to two hours. Anyways, after, like, hundreds of hours of working this last month, my kids and I, like, I want to just reconnect with them and like more than just like an hour of like picking them up from school and taking them to cheer and all this busy crazy stuff. I just want to be with them and spend time together for the whole weekend and just kind of like relax from the crazy month. So that's something that um, I've always tried to do before and after really busy seasons is have this dedicated family time. Not always vacation time, but it's blocked off as family time that we can spend together. So I hope I haven't lost anyone yet. I'm going to recap that really quick. So the first thing that's super critical and important with having a busy life and schedule is to set and use calendars and schedules. Um, So I have a work schedule and a family schedule that I stick to. I have my work days Monday through Thursday in the morning and Wednesday nights. And I have my family days, which are Monday nights off, Saturday, Sunday off, and Friday is like a family errand day. So that's what my schedule looks like. Obviously, you're going to make your schedule work for you, but it's important to have these two separate times in your calendar where you have your work time and you have your family time and they don't cross over. You don't take shoots on Monday nights if you're a photographer. You don't um, have work nights on Monday night if you're whatever you're doing in your business. Like I can't give specific examples for everyone, but for me, I know that this family time is important and this work schedule is important. I do have, you know, Monday afternoons that I work when my kids are napping or when Thursday afternoons, but those aren't blocked off as family days. So I for sure get the bulk of my work done in work schedule and have family time in the family schedule. And then everything else kind of blurs a little bit together with running kids around and um, working on my phone and things like that. Okay, so the first one is set a schedule and use calendars. And the second tip is to make sure you're filling your cup. 
You know that quote where you can't pour from an empty cup? That quote is so true and there was definitely a time in this last month of craziness where my cup became empty and it was the week where I kind of had my breakdowns and I had the crying and the overwhelm and I was working so much. I am just going to share a little bit of that schedule. So, I worked um, all day on one night. I had four sessions in a row. I came home and I called those sessions and I worked on my computer till 1 a.m. And then I woke up the next day and I had four sessions in a row. And then I went to my son's uh, soccer game in Kaysville, but I couldn't watch the whole game because I had a shoot in Kaysville that I arranged um, on purpose because I was going to be down there. And so I went to that shoot and then I drove the hour drive home with my family, got everyone in bed, and then I worked again until 12 or 1 a.m. And then the next day, um, we had dentist appointment all morning for my kids. Like it ended up being like three hours. Um, And then the rest of the afternoon, I went to all of the different stores I needed to get all the stuff for Piper's birthday party the next day and took Piper to counseling all before 3 p.m., which I really needed a nap that day, and I laid down, and my alarm went off like three minutes later to get in the car and drive to more sessions an hour away, and then from 30 minutes from there, I had a speaking engagement, and then an hour drive home. So, I literally was gone from my house, like from my life, for, and in that time, like obviously on Friday morning, I was with my kids, we were at the dentist, we were picking out stuff for a birthday party, and we were doing all these things, and my kids were so excited about all that stuff, and we were in counseling, but it was, there was no time for me. I felt like, yeah, I was giving my all to my kids, and I was giving, like we went to the soccer game, we went to counseling, we went to the dollar store, we went to Macy's, we went, we called the jump zone and arranged the party, we did all this fun stuff, for my kids and we did all this fun stuff. Um, I mean, and then I had all these sessions for my clients and I was calling them and like getting them to the editor and all this stuff. So I was so busy and in that moment, like in that crazy timeline, I had, um, clients like texting me for sneak peeks and once our picture is going to be ready and guys, my turnaround time is 48 hours on a bad day. Like, on a bad day, it's 48 hours. That is insane for a turnaround time, but especially during October. And so, I'm having clients that I literally hadn't even shot 24 hours earlier asking for more from me, or I had people saying like, hey, can you send this or can you do this? Hey, I need you to call me right now. Um, Like, I had brands like, hey, we need to get on a chat this afternoon to book this session for November. I'm like, I can't give anymore. And like, nothing was wrong with these people asking me for things but I couldn't give anymore and I want to be someone that can serve and that can um, do what my clients need of me, but I had to set a boundary that like, I'm sorry, I have literally not even breathed, like I I need a nap, I need a bath, I need a shower, like I, there are so many things I need and I'm not even getting any needs, but there's also so many wants I'm missing out. I didn't get to go to Vintage Market Days, which all of my friends went. Um, I didn't get to just like do like all these things that I wanted to do, I didn't get to do, but I wasn't even like, I don't even think I had showered. Like, and so then people were asking me for more and I was, I was resentful. I started getting resentful. I was like, are you like, are you serious? <laughs> like, but they didn't know what my schedule looked like. They didn't know that I hadn't sat down and breathed in two weeks. They didn't know. 
I was responsible for filling my cup, not other people. So that weekend, I really focused on having that nap and having that bath and doing the things I needed to do, even though it was Piper's birthday. Um, we had her whole birthday party the whole day, and then I came home and took a nap with my son. And I did things that I knew I needed to be able to be a good mom and to be a good um photographer and to be a good business owner and to be a good mentor and all these things, I can't do it if my cup isn't full. I can't be a good boss if my cup isn't full because if someone asks me for something and I'm starting to resent people for me being a boss, that's on me. Um, so I listed out some things that rejuvenated me. Baths, naps, girls nights out, bike rides, um, sitting in my hot tub, calling my sister, watching a chick flick, organizing drawers. Like, I know that's weird, but it totally rejuvenates me. Um, so I started writing these things out and doing them. And the next few weeks were so much smoother because I had added in to the schedule time for me. And, um, I set boundaries and said, like, I, you know, I have to be present with my kids. And I know that you're so excited about your pictures. I haven't sat down in two days you're going to get them within 48 hours, I promise. But right now, this is my time with my kids. Or I would not respond until I was able to. Or I would um, just make sure that I was giving myself time and space. You have to know what fills your cup and write those things down. And you need to be doing those one of those things at least every single day. Maybe you don't have time to take a nap every day, but maybe you could... Um, call a friend or watch a movie at the end of the night or maybe you could take it wake up a little bit early and take a bath or go on a bike ride go on a hike exercise I don't care what it is do something every single day that fills your cup so that you can still serve your clients serve your customers serve your family to your best ability without that resentment and with that out that like just depletion the third thing I want to talk about that kind of goes along with this is setting boundaries. Some of the boundaries that I set for me and my business were um, no computer after my work hours. So if my kids were home and I was done with the babysitter, then I needed to shut my computer until my kids were in bed or in school or busy with their friends. I set a goal to be present during the time I wasn't supposed to be working and that helped a lot, especially on the busy weeks. I also set a boundary that I don't work on the weekends and I'm not talking about like checking email or like I'm talking about I don't take sessions on the weekends. Um, I don't, there's just so many things I don't do on the weekends and if I want to work, it's for fun, not because I have to work or because I have things on the schedule. Weekends are for my families and for relaxing. Those are the only two things I do on the weekends. Um, And then another boundary I set is sticking to my work days. If my days were filled up, like if I didn't have any more Wednesday slots, then I didn't add in another Thursday slot for minis like I used to do. There were definitely times where I had to add on like a full session on another night of the week, but for the most part, I stuck to the dates that I had set and I didn't make exceptions. It's really hard for me to say no to people, but if I know my schedule in advance and I know I'm only going to work Wednesdays, then if someone like requested a family session, I'd say, yes, my next available appointment is October 28th. And even if it was September 5th and my next available, I just kept opening the next Wednesday, the next Wednesday, the next Wednesday, and that's what I filled up. 
And if people wanted something earlier, then I booked them with one of my associates. And that's exactly why I have the system that I do. And so instead of saying no, I just said, yes, I would love to. Here's my next appointment. And now I'm saying, here's my next appointment, November 11th. Here's my next appointment, November 18th. And these dates are so far away and maybe cold and maybe not the season they want. But I started booking fall in August. So the people who... Um, got on my list in August and reached out in August, got my October, my best slots in October. And I didn't open up more slots in the best week of fall um, because I needed to stick to my work days for my family's sake and for my own like mental health and everything too. So um, I know it's hard to say no to people. I've read the book Boundaries twice this year because boundaries is definitely something that I struggle with. And if it's something you struggle with, I highly recommend this book. There are a few healthy boundaries that everyone can work towards without even knowing like really what boundaries are or reading this book or any of this stuff. So first of all, saying no to someone without having guilt. And I talked a lot about this in an earlier episode called Saying Yes. And we talked about how saying no is hard, but when we're saying no or when we're saying yes to everyone, we're saying no to ourselves and to our family and to those schedules and boundaries that we've set for ourselves. So learning how to say no is really powerful and it's really going to help you in life and in business. Um, but if you're struggling with saying no, then try some of the tips that we talked about in, say, in the saying yes episode, which are um, specializing in a specific service that you want to offer and stop doing everything um, under the sun. And the second one would be to raise your prices so you're not having to um, take on as much because less people will come to you because of your price change. Um, Raising prices is always good when you're busy. Um, And then sticking to those schedules like we talked about earlier is huge for saying no without guilt because you can say that you're already booked and just leave without that. So for example, um, I started booking my fall in August and I knew I only wanted to work Wednesdays. So even early September, I had people trying to book and I said, yes, I would love to take your family pictures. My next opening is October 28th. If that's too far for you, here are some other options that you can do with either my associates or some referrals. And it's hard for me to not want to take on everyone and to add more dates because, you know, people are there to fill them. Why not? But I know that it's not good for my family and my mental health and everything. My, my body, my body is so sore. It's not good for anything or anyone, including my clients, if I say yes to everyone. So learn how to say no without guilt. The second healthy boundary you can work on is ask for what you want or need. So one thing I had to do this month and accept is that I need help. Like I needed help. And I am pretty good at asking for help. If you've listened to some of the other episodes, obviously I outsourced cleaning and I've outsourced laundry before. And um, I just have a lot of people help. But I also had to ask my husband for help. And I had to say, like, I need a nap and I'm going to go take a nap right now. Like, can you please watch the kids? Or I cannot make dinner this week. I'm, like, totally good with, like, heating up a quesadilla. But, like, I can't make dinner this week. Can you help? And my husband is amazing. And I know not everyone has a husband that's, um, not that they're not amazing, but that's accessible. Like, my husband right now works from home. And I know that's not going to be always our story. So right now he's home during the day and he can take on a lot more responsibilities. If you don't have a husband that's home or that's available available for you, um, it's okay to ask other people for help too. It's okay to maybe ask a friend or sisters like, hey, can I pay you this 
this month to make our meals. Like I know people that do that, that have like asked their friends that cook or their aunts or their sisters or their nannies or whatever to help out. You don't have to do everything by yourself. Even if you don't have a husband that has the time to help you, maybe it's his busy season and your busy season together and that's a lot. And I've had busy seasons where my husband's been gone for two or three of the weeks of the month. So I understand. My husband hasn't always been accessible and around. But if your husband is, you can ask for help and you can ask for your needs to be filled, even if they're normally your responsibilities or you feel like it's something that you feel like you need to take on because you're the mom or the wife, it's okay to ask for help and to not do everything all of the time. The third healthy boundary is what we just talked about, which is taking care of yourself. That's so important to take care of yourself and maybe it's saying no to something so that you can do something for yourself. That is healthy. Um, It's not selfish at all because like we talked about, you cannot pour from an empty cup and I know that if I don't take care of myself, I'm way worse. I'm not a good boss. I'm not a good friend. I'm not a good um, photographer. I'm not a good business owner. I'm not a good mom. I need me time. I need to do the things that fulfill me as well. And I'm not saying I'm going to the spa every day. That's definitely not the case. I wish I was. But I'm saying like at the end of the day, if I'm like, okay, kids, I need you out of here. I'm taking a bath. I need 30 30 minutes without anyone in my room. That is okay. And that is normal. And that is healthy. Um, the fifth thing for healthy, the fifth healthy boundary you can work on is stop saying yes out of obligation. We need to learn how to say yes because we want to, not because we feel like we have to or because people are relying on us. I had someone um, reach out to me um, to do a giveaway with them and I'm like slammed on like giveaways and content for the next month and I could not say yes even though I love this person. They've given me free services before. They're an amazing, they're amazing at what they do. I think my clients could really benefit from them. And so at first I was like, okay, they've done so much for me. I feel like I need to do that. But I was like, but I, I can't and I don't want to because I are, I know what I'm doing that week and it, and I can't add in one more thing. So instead of saying yes, I said, I really want to be a part of this giveaway, but I'm unable to share this on my page and I'm unable to, um, like give away a set. Like I don't have the capacity to give away anything like this, but I would love to donate something for you to give away, which was my Lightroom presets. So even though I couldn't post and I couldn't be a part of the loop and I couldn't um, give away like a service, I could offer her something instead that doesn't take my time, but still adds value to her giveaway. And I think that this person is going to have an amazing giveaway. And she was so great about it. Like she was just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for donating this preset. She, And I think a lot of times we're scared like, oh my gosh, she's done so much for me oh, I know I don't really have the time or capacity to do this, but I should because she just done so much for me, so I'm going to say yes. She was still so grateful for what I could offer her, and she understood why I couldn't offer her more. And um, and I appreciate her response and, and, and the way she, like, she probably, maybe she didn't even care if I post, like, maybe that's not her intention at all, but I felt obligated. But instead of saying yes out of obligation, I said what I could do and what I wanted to do. And I felt really good about what I could offer. And then there was no resentment and there's no like, uh, like last minute you're like, oh no, I said yes to this. I can't do this. And then you're canceling. Those are the kinds of things, um, that happen. We cancel last minute 
when we say yes out of obligation and then we leave people in bigger binds. So don't do that. Um, and then the, the fifth healthy boundary that you can work on is not feeling responsible for someone else's happiness. And honestly, each of these five healthy boundaries could be an entire episode in and of itself. Like I have so much to say about each of these things. But one thing that I actually have an episode coming up about not feeling responsible for someone else's happiness or feelings or emotions because it's so important and especially when we're business owners and we're working with people and people may be disappointed or we brush shoulders with people that are disappointed or we're um, maybe our competitors are disappointed in us or there's just so many things that come up in business where people are, are disappointed with us. We can only focus on our own intentions and our own feelings and our own emotions. And obviously, we want to be kind and we want to be considerate and we want to make sure we don't walk over people or um, hurt people's feelings. But there are going to be times where we do. And all you can do is control how you handle it. And you can go, you can apologize and you can um, make it right on your end. But if someone's unhappy and they're going to stay unhappy, that's on them, not on you. And taking that weight off your shoulders is huge. I'm going to have a whole episode about this and share some specific examples that have happened to me over the last decade because this hit, this has happened so many times and it's hard. So set boundaries and hold to those boundaries as much as you can. And don't expect perfection because I had those boundaries, no computer after my work hours and no work on the weekends. And there were definitely times in this last month where I broke those boundaries. But for the most part, having those boundaries helped me stay um, in this healthy place with my family and my work. The last tip I want to share for working during a really busy season in your life is to use downtime to prepare. So it can be simple things like the night before a busy day, you set out your clothes, you set out your makeup, you set out everything you need. Or it can be bigger things like when I have a weekend that's free, I go through and organize all the places that get out of hand during busy weeks. So I organized our toy closet. I organized the bathroom drawers. Like I couldn't even find my makeup once it was getting busy because I was just tossing everything in and it was getting messed up. So I took all my excess stuff out and put it in storage and just had the makeup that I was using. I do big and little things to make my life easier throughout the busy weeks. Um, Meal prepping, outfit prepping, um, planning stuff on your calendar in advance. Like there are so many ways you can prepare and it's going to look different for every job. Maybe it's cleaning the tools you use during your downtime so that you're not like having to do that in the middle of your crazy days. Um, For me this week, I cleaned the studio. I cleaned the closet, fixed everything back up, relabeled everything so I could find everything. I um, deep cleaned it. I cleaned under the bathroom counters. It was getting like out of hand with just stuff I was tossing in there. There's just so many ways you can make your life easier simply by being a little bit more organized when you're not in that busy, busy time. So on Friday, I spent basically the whole day organizing because for three weeks, everything was just kind of madness. And even though a cleaner was coming for two hours every Thursday, by the time Monday rolled around, it was trashed again. And I, so I went through every single area that was getting trashed and I'm an Enneagram type one, if you can't tell by the end of this episode. So I like things organized, put away, clean, like it stresses me out to come home from working in the studio to a messy house. So I put away all the trains that had been dumped out 
throughout the whole week and I switched out with a, a toy that was less messy and I opened up all of my bathroom drawers and organized them with new little compartments that I ordered um, earlier in this month when I saw that things were getting out of town or out of hand, not out of town. And I, um, under the bathroom sink, I took everything extra and excess out so that it wasn't like overwhelming the whole bathroom. And, um, I did my kids' drawers and took out all their, I was noticing that like the babysitter or whoever's getting them dressed was putting them in too small of clothes or their shorts, or they were getting dressed in clothes that didn't fit or had holes in them. So I went through all their drawers and took everything out because first of all, I don't need that kind of laundry coming through that like it doesn't fit them anyways. And second, they couldn't get dressed properly because they couldn't even find the right clothes to wear. So I took out everything that was too crazy. I organized my desk drawers, my junk drawers, um, the toy closet. I rotated toys. I rotated books. I did all of the things that I needed to do for the next few weeks ahead to make my life easier in those weeks. And sure, I could have spent the day binging a show or relaxing or playing with my kids, but I took those three or four hours and put it towards making my life simpler for the next probably several months ahead um, until I have to do it all again. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and overworked and overbooked and crazy and busy and stressed out, the four things that you need to do are first, create your calendars and set your schedules, a work schedule and a family schedule and stick to those. Second, make sure you're filling up your cup and you're giving yourself your own time to feel rejuvenated every single day. Even if it's just one thing you do every day, make sure you're filling your own cup. Number three that goes along with number two is set boundaries, learning to say no, learning to ask for help, taking care of yourself, Stop saying yes out of obligation and start feeling only responsible for your own intentions, emotions, and actions, not others. And number four, use your downtime to prepare. Physically, mentally, emotionally, use your downtime to prepare for the coming weeks and the coming craziness. We do not have to let our busy lives run our entire life. We don't have to feel that overwhelm constantly and like feeling like our life is out of control. Yes, there are definitely days that are going to feel overwhelming, but let's not get into a cycle of feeling like a victim in our own lives and feeling like we're so busy. It's so crazy. I can't do anything. I can't even breathe. Like there's definitely going to be moments and I had those moments this last month, but when I started sticking to my boundaries and filling my cup and, um, and, and sticking to those schedules, my life was definitely got easier and better, even though my schedule didn't let up. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a review, even if it's just hitting that, those five star buttons below, you don't have to type anything up, but it really helps get that podcast out here and help more women in business balance their life and family and just become better mothers and better business owners. And thank you so much for your shares on Instagram this last month and your your posts and just your thoughts and your comments and your questions. I look forward to this podcast every week and I have lots of fun episodes coming up for the rest of the year. If you have a specific topic you want me to talk about, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or to email me at hello at kylianstudios.com. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much and let's let this busy holiday season be a little bit more stress-free. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. 
If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag KylieMentorsMoms.